Live from the Comic-Con in our hearts, it's Super Gamecast 2 with your host, me. Hello everyone, welcome to Super Gamecast 2. This is your podcast for video game news and adjacent things that we feel like talking about. Uh, yes. Hi, my name is Aaron Reynolds. <laughs> um, I, I stream on this stream on this channel, uh, this Twitch channel here, every once in a while. I am joined by the HR Ninja himself, Jesse Hewitt. How are you doing, sir? Oh, good morning. I'm doing well. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing surprisingly okay from having done... Uh, a bit of drinking each night during uh, my local Comic Con. So nice, nice. Yeah, it's, it's uh, rough getting old, right? Like... Right? Yeah. No. Apparently, I'm not there yet. I'm like really excited, <laughs> but I'm I'm, I'm old enough that my my bones like creak in such a way that I I just have in the back of my mind like this is gonna stop. This is gonna stop. You can't yeah. do this anymore. But you're yeah, doing uh-huh, that. You're uh-huh. doing good now. But I'm here. I'm close. And so I, I'm like drinking and I'm like going to bed woozy. And then I wake up and I'm like, I just yeah, you can, get some you water. You can feel it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, oh man. Yeah, I don't know. I've been having a good time this weekend. Um, but uh, as long as you're feeling good. Hey, um, we uh, we don't have Bronson or Emily here. Uh, true we don't I, I don't know if you noticed this uh i can't speak to what bronson's up to you know he's a busy man a lot of things going on uh but emily uh is volunteering at emerald city comic-con uh which has been a crazy endeavor she's going to have some stories um uh regarding all that uh so but she's having fun she's doing that but uh hey we wanted to get you the news you know it's what this show is about it's about getting right. the news getting the news on the go according to my switch layout that i put for our chat thing you know whatever <laughs> it's a pretty good layout it's yeah. a good layout yeah it's all right um we wanted to get you some news so this will be a shorty uh but we wanted to talk about some things that happened uh this week and uh keep y'all updated on what's going on out there uh and you for know sure. you know what uh without further ado i think we should jump in what do you think let's go all right Final Fantasy Director. Just, just cut out. There we go. Okay. There I'm you back. Go. I'm good. Okay, you're here. All yeah. right. Cool. Yeah. Have you worried for a second? Okay. I was like, oh boy. Oh I was boy. like, he's good not responding. Timing. Okay, I'm going to go good right timing. into this. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy Director Yoshi P admits the famous RPG series is, quote, currently struggling. Uh, the solution, Yoshida says, may be to continue developing all sorts of different Final Fantasy titles. Now, oh God, Quinn's here. The Real Neon Outlaw says, good morning, nerds. Oh, Jesus. Good morning, good Quinn. Morning. Holy shit. Um, An arb. Good morning, arb. <laughs> yes, hey. Uh, so, uh, if you have any experience with Final Fantasy, Jesse, you probably have more experience than I do. Um, I think popular, uh, the popular opinion is that Single player Final Fantasy has not met the highs of ten. That is accurate. Yeah, thirteen. I don't know, personally, thirteen was kind of a letdown. Fifteen was just not not my cup of tea. But the remake, the Final Fantasy VII remake, I thought was pretty good. Sure, sure, yes. But that is, you know, kind of going off of seven. Like it's definitely a yeah, different game yeah. entirely. But absolutely um i I would like to take this mom's this moment to say hi to quinn's mom and sister hello hello how are you you like video games hope you're all doing well (laughs) um what do you think of 12 
I never played 12. I actually have a final or a, a PlayStation 2 copy of 12 still shrink wrapped. There you go. Yep. Because I mm-hmm. never, I just never touched it. Okay. And it's it's still sitting over there. Yeah. The big thing I heard about 13 when that was the big deal was uh, it gets good once you get 35 hours in. Yeah. Once you get through the the 35 hour long hallway. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets it gets a lot better and it, it does but that first 35 hours sucks <laughs> which is something i always thought was like damning until i played final fantasy 14 it's like oh no i get it uh-huh i get uh-huh. it okay yeah maybe, yeah maybe it does but um absolutely yeah so it, in case you don't know yoshi p is uh leading the charge on final fantasy 16 uh which is exciting uh looks really yes. good we got some devil may cry involvement um, in terms of the gameplay, I imagine it's not going mm-hmm. to be Devil May Cry, mm-hmm. but you know, um, it looks pretty close. And does it? I think he's right. I think there's there's a big gap with uh, single player Final Fantasies, and I, I think we're gonna see a change in, in like how each Final Fantasy is handled now. So right, like you have you have Strangers of Paradise, which is like near. Mm-hmm. You've got 16, which looks like it's a Devil May Cry esque game with kaiju battles mixed in. Um, the greatest game ever gonna, made yes right yeah absolutely yeah and, and it looks like uh dragon quest is going to be like their turn-based rpg okay series yeah so i don't i don't think we're going to see final fantasy go back to that for uh probably ever i mean i i could see them going back here and there i just yeah i think the what seven did for them they just kind of yeah. started following that formula in a way yep and absolutely. i think they realize now it's like we need to and and the franchise is so big now that yeah they can go in different directions with it at the same time um yeah you've even got like you've got a a rhythm game and theater rhythm you've got uh like a pokemon kind of game in world of final fantasy i I think we're going to start to see a lot more branching out when it comes to that series yep absolutely but they do seem to be the big trends i think they're pushing for at least in terms of the main lines uh is hey we think people don't like the turn-based combat as much um, yeah, which yeah. I, I know if Bronson were here, he'd be fuming, going yeah, up and wrong. down. Yeah, like <laughs> they're, yeah, they're wrong, but it's okay. That's all right. There, there are people who do, yeah, look. It exists for a reason. People do like those. Yes. I'm not necessarily a fan, but I, you know, that doesn't make it bad. Um, sure. But yeah, so I think they're just try, they're just trying something new, bring life in the mainline series. Um, Quote, in terms of whether Final Fantasy is successfully adapting to industry trends, I believe the series is currently struggling, uh, Yoshida told Inverse. We're now at a point where we receive a wide variety of requests regarding the direction of our game design. To be honest, it'd be impossible to satisfy all those requests with a single title. My current impression is that all we can really do is create multiple games and continue creating the best that we can at any given time. Um, Which, yeah, that sounds, yep. Yep. (laughs) You You gotta just take multiple routes and go with it. Yep, absolutely. Um, I mean, it makes sense, right? It, yeah, it really does. And holy shit! Okay, so on the video end, we just got we just pulled up some screenshots of sixteen, and I want it. I want to play it. Oh uh, god, it looks so good. It looks so so good. I can't stand it. Um, absolutely. God. Anyway, that'll give me a PS Five. Um, yeah. Right. Look, look at those <laughs> screenshots. Jeez. <laughs> Incredible. Jeez. Um, let's see, he's been involved. Yeah, he's been involved for a while now. Reason he's in this position is because of what he did for Final Fantasy XIV, uh, which has taken over this channel. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. 
it's yeah i think that's the direction for final fantasy and i think it's a good one to explore and i think having you know avenues to explore different genres uh to when it, wherever the gaming trends go final fantasy always comes out on top you see absolutely i think that's a good way to go so uh yeah so i don't know i'm excited for final fantasy 16 and so getting yoshi p to talk about final fantasy 16 and final fantasy in general is a very interesting uh conversation to be had Um, absolutely yeah so to be honest i think that was the big story so like let's talk about what final (laughs) fantasy what what's the state of final fantasy and what does it mean um yeah, so we're we're gonna burn through the rest of these. Uh, just have some quick conversation about each. Uh, let's yep. start with, um, in this clip from MinMax's interview, uh, he interviewed a- Avalanche Studios co-founder Christopher Sumberg. Uh, they were working. The creators of Just Cause were working on an open world Iron Man game before Disney and Marvel canceled the game around 2012. Um, as you can see here, they had they did have an Iron Man game in 08. Um, I remember playing the demo of that a number of times. Uh, but yeah, that was new information. They were working on Just Cause people were working on an open world Iron Man game, which I think could have been really fun. Um, Would have been sick. Yeah, especially coming out at Absolutely. the time that it did when it like Marvel MCU was at its top. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. wow. I, you know, hmm, hmm. what a waste yeah what a waste well i mean so okay so avalanche studios what did they work on instead um that's a good question avalanche studios uh let's go wikipedia here um games probably the next just cause which you know to be fair just cause two and three and four Yeah. yeah and they worked on that mad max game as well I didn't realize that. And they worked on the Hunter Call of the Wild, which is not at all what I expected when I bought that game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Rumble City. They worked on Rage 2. Um, okay. Which. So upcoming games are Contraband, Call of the Wild, The Angler, which looks like a fishing game, and then Second Extinction, which has a. What looks like a genetically modified T Rex. All right. Pictures got like spikes and stuff sticking out of it all right this sounds good i like this yeah i'd I'd probably check that out sure yeah why not but uh yeah that that is a quality uh studio that instead of working on that iron man game worked on some just cause games and uh, yeah who knows that that iron man game probably would have been great um yeah i'm sure it would have yep we would have been without where just cause went um mm-hmm. which who mm-hmm. knows what losses would have been had had that happened um but yeah i just think that's interesting you know the way uh developers go and how the game industry changes um in response so yep absolutely could have had a weird open open world iron man game that i don't know would have been lots of destruction <laughs> yes yeah yeah man i'm sure that would have been it would have been fantastic had a very good one um let's see next story uh team asobi team asabi uh they work on astrobot uh it's reported uh, that studios at 60 employees and it's expected to be to reach 100 employees in the future uh next game is already in production our biggest to date uh, and they're experimenting with hardware uh experimenting with hardware will continue to be a focus um so astrobot jesse did you play astrobot 
I did. I sure did. Okay, so you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, it like uh, the VR space is weird. Um, it's a lot of smaller studios trying to do what they can with mm-hmm. VR, and there are a few big studios that try to come in and do something, but it's really been like it's like Half Life Alex. Um, they got that Resident Evil Four uh, VR version that was really good. Uh, nope. But then it's like Astrobot. Like when you talk about people who talk about like good VR games, um, there are a number of small ones, but the, like the way people talk about how Astrobot is like is something else. Um, just like a, an amazing way to use VR uh, that apparently still has not been. <laughs> Uh, widely adopted yeah you don't see a whole lot of games adopt like that model it's it's it it's like you're you're the camera and you're watching your little dude run around mm-hmm. um and like it's 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 like a run-of-the-mill platformer but the way that they immerse you into into the game is by by putting you like right over the shoulder of the character or up above the character um or like in in like caves or hidey holes or something so it's like the character never really sees you as he's running around mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of interesting um and and i think you're right we haven't really seen that used it's one of the the issues like you know we talk about this with uh with nintendo all the time of like they create cool things that you can do with their console and then no one uses it and then it doesn't go anywhere yep, yep. um I, the reason i linked this uh is I really want VR to succeed. I really want VR headsets to come down in price and be more comfortable and easier to use. Um, I want more games to come out that utilize that technology, that know how best to minimize, you know, getting VR sickness uh, and also just like different ways to enjoy various video games, but in a VR context. And there's just not a lot happening that's pushing that progress forward. Um, and Astrobot, from what I understand, is one of the few that are doing it. Um, mm-hmm. Yep, I would agree with that. So you know, I I, I wish the best for them. Uh, I I don't have a PlayStation Five currently. I don't know. I'm kind of bummed that you know PlayStation VR is strictly a Sony thing and not something that I can use on a PC. Um, yeah, well, there there are, are there ways, ways around that. Okay, there's, good. Yeah, right. there's, 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 there's 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 usually are to, to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. all right. Good. 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 Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, it's uh, they. It's it's too bad because um, like the Astrobot games are are like mini games, right? They're not they're not like huge overall crawling, expansive yeah video games. But the, what they do, they all do really well. Well, and that's um, the thing is like if they if developers like take the lessons that are learned from Half-Life Alex and Astrobot and try to apply them to their own projects and then go beyond them. Um, yep. I think we could really see this VR space blow up. And Absolutely. It just hasn't been happening. Um, so I hope, I, I hope we see something big out of them. I, I really I wish, too. I wish the best for them. I want to see some really good VR application, um, that inspires yes. developers to do more. Um, so yeah good for them they're they're yeah. pushing forward they got lots of people working on their next astrobot game yeah i'm excited for whatever whatever they do i will i will pick it up yeah i guess it doesn't say it's astrobot yeah it's true that's a good point it's the biggest to date it's experimenting with hardware which is you know the same as what astrobot did but i guess you know that's just be kind of kind of it's become that developer's niche is pushing the vr 
uh, space as far as it can go. Yep. Um, so, all right. Good luck to them. We'll be watching. Um, Absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right. <laughs> this this story is real quick and real funny. Uh, FIFA 23 was accidentally sold for six cents, and EA will honor it. Um, God, I wish I had seen it. Like, I don't even like FIFA games, but I'll buy no, it for six cents. For six like, cents, just to yeah, get away absolutely. with it. Absolutely. <laughs> it was for Ultimate Edition too. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Yeah, before taking it on the chin, EA emailed each Epic Game Store user who did so and admitted its blunder before confirming that it won't demand the correct amount. Um. A few weeks back, we scored a pretty spectacular own goal. Eh, see, FIFA, huh? Um, when we inadvertently offered FIFA 23 pre-purchase on the Epic Game Store at an incorrect price. It was our mistake, and we wanted to let you know that we'll be honoring all pre-purchases made at that price. Uh, I, do, do we have a number? I don't think we have a number. No, when I looked, when I looked around for it, I couldn't find one. Okay. Um, good for Good for them for... They could have they could have demanded the full price and yeah. like people would have been like, well, that's shitty, but I get it. Um, right, right. But so, yeah, good on them. They make buttloads of money. So they sure do. You know, good for them being like, all right, we'll give you this and you better play ultimate team, you motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so, yeah, that was it for that one. Uh, here's my favorite news. Death Stranding is coming to PC Game Pass on August 23rd. And the Sony oh, fanboys are so mad about it. Why? Why? Like, you, more people get to experience your game. Why more are you upset people get about to this? play the game. It's, it's you know, the, the, just that faction mindset of yeah, we yeah. need to be doing everything we can to crush the competition. Um, I'm so excited for this. I wanted to wait until uh, I got a PS5 to get the director's cut. Uh, mm-hmm. But with this announcement, I don't know. I may, I may stream Death Stranding uh, again because when we were first starting this channel, uh, I was experimenting with trying to do a video series, like a, what I've been trying to do now, um, sure, with some of our streams. But I wanted to do it with Death Stranding, so instead of streaming it, I recorded it, and then nothing ever came of it. And then I, you know, switched computers and uh, lost all that footage. Um, oh. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. So, but I love I love this game, and it's it's. I never streamed it, so I think this is a good opportunity to uh, check out some Death Stranding because, man, that is a weird, interesting, d- d- weirdly fun game. Uh, it's it's very unique. I've never seen anything like it. Oh, um, at all ever. Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen a game that makes walking at a slow pace like the most engaging thing <laughs> that like right. makes a 10 minute trek feel like an hour uh-huh and then you just got low roar playing in the background and you're like this is weirdly nice also please don't trip please don't trip please don't trip uh-huh, uh-huh. um so yeah uh there's some good news um let's see uh, similar news. Uh, let me go ahead and over here. Uh, Xbox adds more classic Bethesda bangers to Game Pass. Um, That's not surprising. It's not surprising. Like, uh, yeah, Bethesda yeah. Uh, merged with them a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so w- what we got here is uh, what's coming to Game Pass is Wolfenstein 3D, Return to Castle, Castle Wolfenstein, 
uh, Quake 4, an Elder Scrolls Legend Battlespire, and the Elder Scrolls Adventures Red Guard. What are those last two? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> Elders. <laughs> Like Let's I don't I don't up. I don't think those are those are mainline Elder Scrolls games. I don't huh. Came out on Steam. Oh, they're also released on Steam. That's exciting. That is exciting. Good. Let's see. It's a uh, Red Guard is an action adventure game that was published in nineteen ninety-eight. Mm. It is unique in the Elder Scrolls series, is the only game with a predetermined character and forced third person point of view. Oh wow. There's um, Arena, Daggerfall, Battlespire, and Redguard came out at the same time, and they came out just before Morrowind. Hey, how much is uh, Elder Scrolls Daggerfall? Uh, that's a good question. Because this, this news story says here that Elder Scrolls Arena oh. and Elder Scrolls Daggerfall uh, are free to download and play via yeah. the Microsoft Store on PC. Daggerfall is free on Steam as well. People like Daggerfall. Oh my god. They, they do like Daggerfall. They like it a lot, it looks like. Like, you know, people... We're of a generation that talks a lot about Oblivion, but mm -hmm. man, the people that were around for Daggerfall cannot stop talking about Daggerfall. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, I don't that's have. Uh, yeah, I don't have the uh, news stories in front of me, but there are also some notable games leaving Game Pass, which is the other, the the other side of the seesaw that is subscription service gaming. Um, yes, I do not. I cannot recall those games off the top of my head right now. I just remember the one is Hades. Um, yes. Yep. Hades is leaving. Hades is leaving. Uh, so here's the thing about Game Pass: if you played it there, you enjoyed it there. Um, or you played it somewhere else and you just happen to have Game Pass still and you haven't bought Hades or any of those other games that are leaving, buy it at a discount. That's how you yes. do it. Just, yep. So good. I've got the I've got the list here. There's Elite Dangerous, Hades. So I'm not going to count. There's more than I have fingers. Uh, Elite <laughs> Dangerous, Hades, Mist, NBA 2K22, Signs of the Sojourner, Spiritfarer. Spiritfarer was, was Spirit really good. Spiritfarer, wow. Uh, 12 Minutes, Two Point Hospital, What Remains of Edith Finch. If you are interested in walking simulators, it's probably one of the best ones. Okay. And World War Z. There are some games in there. Uh, let me there tell you. There are some you. games in there. Uh, World War Z was uh, weirdly well liked um mm -hmm. you got nba 2k22 that's a big game that's a huge yeah, game it is. that's a huge game uh so that's that yeah so uh yeah check up on your game pass if you got game pass maybe see what's going on there um yep, yep. all right let's get into some uh some negative news stories real quick uh if you've been listening to this podcast very much we, we've covered topics like this a number of times but we feel it's good to let you know that this is still happening somewhere. So mm -hmm. we're just going to cover mm -hmm. it real quick uh, because when we've gone in depth, it's been <laughs> depressing and frustrating and <laughs> as it should be, of course, like this is terrible. Yeah, absolutely. But um, like y'all know, if you've been listening, y'all know. Um, mm -hmm. Nintendo of America's testers say they faced years of se sexual harassment. Female game testers at Nintendo had, quote, frat house experiences within a gaming company known for its wholesome image. Um... Yeah, that 
there's been, oh, here we go, several employees have created a group chat on Nintendo's Microsoft Teams server called The Laughing Zone. It was supposed to be a lighthearted place for coworkers to share memes with one another. That changed when a male translator was added to the group. Soon he posted Reddit screenshots about why Vaporeon was the best Pokemon to have sex with. Oh, good. Which, oh, like, okay, if you're on, like, our Discord, that would pass. But mm-hmm. when you're at a company at Nintendo, can you not... You you yes. don't know these people the way you yes. do like your friends Discord. It's a different Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this isn't something that like you can opt in or out of. It's like this is my workplace. Yes. So what the fuck? I, you want to have that conversation, you come to our Discord, but don't don't go to your workplace. <laughs> That's right. Don't That's, take it to work. <laughs> come to our Discord. Do you have your bullshit conversations here? Don't be um so yep yep oh good and then uh when the conversation turned to genshin impact the translator posted a gif of paimon a a child character in the game um he posted about how it's okay to be sexually attracted to paimon despite the character's childlike appearance voice and personality it's okay we don't Hmm. again like regardless of your position on that issue don't have that conversation in your company discord or whatever or your child space why would you do that at work what are you doing like yeah what the hell <laughs> god damn it man um, I, don't, I don't i don't get it how do you uh, how do you think that's okay so i'm happy to announce i am going i have no experience at all but i'm going to be applying for a nintendo translator i feel like a job opening is going to be opening up uh i feel good about it um yeah. so I've, I've got a feeling that it's uh it's gonna go well for you <laughs> I, I, the Duolingo owls very mad at me, so I don't know. We'll see. I haven't I haven't seen them in a while. Um, no, that owl is very passive aggressive. Very passive aggressive. It is one of the few apps that'll be like, uh, we notice you're just not using our apps. We're gonna stop bugging you. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just gonna we're just gonna quit. Which like I really appreciate, but I'm also like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so, I fell off my own set goals for this my year. Bad. My bad. Uh yeah, uh, Nintendo, you should probably be uh, aware and responsive of these issues. Um, yes. It, human Resources Ninja, do you have anything more to say about this issue? Well, that guy's getting fired for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%. Okay. Um, yeah. Five sources who worked at Nintendo estimated that the percentage of women contractors in testing hovered around 10%. Um, this is this is why like representation matters is because mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. when you have too much of one thing, especially in regards to like I don't know male prevalent uh, groups or white prevalent groups or any you know what I'm saying like like yeah 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 bad diversity things of come, yes you need that diversity of thought. Obviously, yeah. you want them to be well-qualified, too. If you can have that, absolutely, you do that. Uh, yep, but absolutely. But you need those different perspectives so that you can avoid bullshit. Um, yes. And for what we've... The news we have read on this podcast, like, this is actually on the lighter end so far, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is something. Very shocking. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, yep. So, yeah. Among full-time... Yeah, we've, we talked about... I think it was earlier this year, uh, Nintendo, like, uses their contractors... Uh, employees like very heavily um, 
working under Aerotech. Uh, but even um, even among full-time employees, 37% of Nintendo America's uh, salaried employees are women, and only 23.7% of its managers are women globally. Um, so, yeah. I'd be interested to see like what what those numbers were before. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, after working at Nintendo for nine years, Hannah told Kontaku, uh, she found out a more junior male contractor in her testing department was making $19 an hour while she was making 16 Nine years at Nintendo and getting $19 an hour. Yep. Um, Ridiculous. I, I, just, I just have to say this out loud. I, uh, I'm a janitor, and I make more than a, someone who works <laughs> at Nintendo for nine years. Like, I don't care if they're a tester. Like, nine years. That's amazing. Um, yep. Yeah, so, yeah, we could go through this. Multiple labor lawsuits are going uh, with Nintendo right now. Um, equal employment. Just last year, the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission forced the company to pay over $3 million to settle an anti-discrimination lawsuit in regards to age, sex, and race. Um, no, strange. Yeah. According to the Chicago Reporter, the federal agency had been investigating the contracting company for racial and gender discrimination since 2008. Um, in a statement to the Chicago Reporter, Aerotech said, first and foremost, there is no place for discrimination, discrimination in our company or our industry. Equal employment. Blah, blah, blah. That's, this is, of course, they said this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Aerotech split into three different brands last year, two months before it had agreed to pay the discrimination settlement. Hmm. Uh, oh, weird. Weird. <laughs> Among them, the newly formed Aston Carter business unit continued to work with Nintendo to provide the company with contract workers. The union-busting complaint made to the NLRB lists Aston Carter and Nintendo as joint employers. Neither Nintendo of America nor Aston Carter had responded to the articles uh, about either the April NLRB filing or how contract employees are treated at the workplace. Um, yeah. Just just avoiding the hard work of treating your yes. employees correctly. That's all yes. this is. Yeah. The real hard. It's real rough. I know. It's, it's <laughs> very difficult. It's, it's amazing. Just absolutely amazing. And they want to they be here. They want to help make Nintendo video games. Who doesn't? Absolutely. Absolutely. There's a reason they're there. Like, yes. Yeah. Just stop being shitty. That's all you got to yes. do. That's all it's, it's all it takes, really. Oh, my God. Uh, so yeah, this, this story goes on. It's a long story. It's, it's a well worth, you know, checking out. If you have not been exposed to what's been going on in Nintendo of America, this is but one of many things going on. Um, God, see, I'm just scrolling through and there's talk of someone being stalked at Nintendo. That's, that's cool. Um, favoritism, cronyism, uh, Jesus Christ. Um, there was a male full-time employee that was constantly making really gross jokes and comments, but he was friend of everybody there. Everyone loved him. Um, yep, uh-huh, so uh-huh. he didn't like that it was being said, but couldn't say anything because if you did, you were called overly sensitive, um, which causes these problems. Oh, anyway, don't be a dick. Yep. It's not that hard. Just don't be a dick. The greatest rule ever written. Um, all right. So that's that story. Uh, this one's real quick. Modding websites take stance against anti-LGBTQ plus content. What happened was uh, Nexus Mods, someone made a mod for one of the Spider-Man games, I think the PC remastered, um, Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, to remove the LGBT flags. Um, 
and they said, hey, this goes against our terms of service. This is anti-LGBT stuff, so don't don't do this. Uh, let's see. Uh, quote, if this policy upsets you, if we've broken some moral code of conduct as a business that you can't accept, then please delete your account and move on as we will. Yeah. They're kind yeah, of... What a, yeah. what a statement. That's a hell of a statement, I will say, from uh, from a group as big as Nexus Mods. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, they're... It's pretty, pretty easy. Just don't, you know... <laughs> yeah, nothing more to say, except... I found uh, this video at the end of it that's uh, incredible Stan Lee mod gameplay. So sorry to our audio listeners, I have to watch this. <laughs> I want to watch Stan Lee fuck some people up. Yeah, let's see this. Let's see this. <laughs> what are you doing here? Same as you. Working. Least... I, I already love it and I hate it. Yep. Oh, I uh, think this. His is mouth much. doesn't move when he when he when Peter talks. <laughs> that's fine. Stop. No, I'm here for the way. There we go. Yes. No. <laughs> Hide. Here we go. Combat. Stanley combat. Uh, Let's go. So good. Yes. So good. Ooh, with the hostage taking guys. Uh, Holy crap. So people are talking about, you know, Sony versus Microsoft and all that. But like, I think everyone can agree the the real gamer friendly move is all your game should be accessible on PC. Absolutely. For, for one reason one reason it is the like it is the neutral platform of all of them. Yep. But yep. two, you can do shit like this. Here is Stanley doing backflips and punching motherfuckers and what? It's great. Yeah, the reason the reason I get most of my games on PC is for shit like this. Mhm. Yep. Um, yeah, to create an Elden Ring easy mode when I just don't want to deal with the bullshit anymore. Or I want to have That's Randy true. Savage as a dragon. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Yeah. PC's the best. Anyway. Yes. That, that was your that was your, your public service announcement. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, a friend shared this with me. It is a rumor. I don't think this is a real news story. Uh, but this is from Go Nintendo. Uh, upcoming Avatar game inspired visually by Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm. Which I think uh, The Last Airbender really... And yeah, it's Avatar. We're talking about Last Airbender. We're not talking about the James Cameron thing. Um, I think it lends itself well to a Breath of the Wild-esque aesthetic. Um, yeah. At I least to a degree. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Well, and there's there's a, a big from from what I've heard again the, these are rumors, right? Yeah. Um, but there's gonna there's gonna be a revival of Avatar, and the next cartoon series is going to feature an Earthbender as the Avatar. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you got to go you got to go through the elements, right? So we did air, we did water, next Absolutely. is Earth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Um, I'm excited for the fire. The, oh, yeah. the fire avatar that'll be something but um that'll be sick that'll be sick yeah um avatar uh the thanks to an amazon leak we learned that avatar the last airbender quest for balance is heading for switch um there still hasn't been an official announcement but enough details were shared that everyone knows uh already knows that the listing was legit so uh games releasing this says the game's releasing november 8 2022 which 
That's that's pretty soon. We have not announced this game, and it's coming out in November. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Sure. You know what? Doubt. Sure. Doubt. <laughs> it would be cool as hell. Doubt that. Wouldn't it? Would be awesome to be wrong about this thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but no. No. <laughs> um, no way. No way. Let's see. The game is interestingly, uh, despite taking uh, visual. Uh, cue from Breath of the Wild. The game is not open world. Hmm. In- that also interesting. Uh, yeah. Not what I w- would have expected. Um, story set after the end of the animated series. That's cool. Um, mm-hmm. Members of the Order of the White Lotus have gotten together for a game of pie show. <laughs> I mean, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, members start telling old war stories to each other. Uh, the events of the end of the Hundred Year War are covered. The events of Avatar The Last Airbender animated sh- series series are shared. Um, Paku covers book one, Water. Bumi covers book two, Earth. And Iro covers book three, Fire. Um, you play through these stories from the start to the end of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, as the, their memories are a bit cloudy, you play through alternate histories. Oh, God. Oh, that's cool. That's interesting. Um, okay. Only playable character known so far is Aang, but there will likely be more. I have to imagine they're going to do the the full crew. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You got to get Sokka. You got to get Katara. Um, why am I blanking right now? Earthbender. Uh, Suki? Toph. Toph? Toph. 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 Yeah. Who's Suki? Is Suki the moon? I don't remember. Anyway, it's been a while. Um... And then, then Zuko, you gotta, gotta then be, Zuko, you gotta have Zuko, Zuko at the end. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, um, that's from comicbook.com. Uh, reposted on Go Nintendo. Seems. Thank you, Arb. Toff. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. So yeah, this game looks. It sounds fun. I want more Avatar: The Last Airbender stuff. You want to talk about? We're in a world where like properties are businesses are starting to realize hey people will pay lots of money to do this stuff like embracer group <laughs> yes like one yes. of the news stories that i did not bring up but like embracer group bought the rights to lord of the rings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so get ready for a lot of lord of the rings stuff that's going to be like star wars just all over the place yes <laughs> um, absolutely and that's just what comes with that territory and i think i think we have a good shot of seeing that with uh last Airbender. so yeah yeah, I, I bet you're right. Which will have its you good and bad get... qualities, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. I'm looking up the price of Avatar on Amazon. You can get the DVD box set for 20 bucks. Really? The whole the, thing? The whole thing. Or you can get the Blu-ray box set for 27 What? Yep. Well, damn, okay. Um, That's fantastic. You want to talk about an incredible show. The Legend of Korra is thirty bucks on Blu-ray and twenty bucks on DVD. I never actually see, I've seen like an episode or two of Korra. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I know people think less of that one. Um, That's what I've heard. Yeah, but I need to watch it for myself. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, let's see. Let's go through a few other ones. I saw this Ubisoft Plus subscription service may soon launch on Xbox. Weird, right? The service offers Ubisoft's latest games for 15 bucks, uh, 13 euros, or 15 of whatever that currency right there is. 
Or no, that thirteen is pounds, fifteen euros. Okay. Euros. Okay, got it. I, yeah, I yeah, figured yeah. it out yep. eventually. Um, yeah, you got there. You're cultured. It's fine. <laughs> uh, Arv says it is on Netflix. Just watched the episode ten to thirteen last night. Uh, actually, for the original series. Hell yeah! Nice. Good on you. Watching good, good shows. Good stuff. Um. Oh, Emily and I were talking about cosplay. An Avatar cosplay would be fun. Yeah, and it'd be pretty easy. I don't think that'd be too difficult to do at all. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be all that difficult. Um, let's see. Uh, a logo for the service has been found. Uh, scraping the, the Xbox backend. Uh, the service was announced to be coming to Xbox in January, but this could indicate that Ubisoft is getting to launch its currently PC-only service on Xbox soon. Um... I that's exciting. Yeah. You going to get it? Uh probably not. I I don't know. The only the only thing of worth that Ubisoft has to me is Assassin's Creed and I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game since 4. Right. Same. Um, so yeah. I don't I mean they they do Far Cry, right? But I haven't I haven't played a Far Cry since Far Cry 4. Right. Game also, number four, I guess is. <laughs> well, you know, you tr- you you give it to three, and then if they decide to go four, you check it out. But then you're like, okay, we've been doing this too long. Yeah, I I might check it out for like the division or uh, whatever the next Rainbow Six game is. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see. Uh, Ubisoft currently offers a large selection of classic titles as part of certain tiers of PlayStation Plus. It's unclear if Ubisoft Plus would be integrated into Xbox Game Pass Ultimate in the same way that EA Play has is. Uh, however, EA Play also offers a PC-only tier, which gives, us, gives users new full-price games as part of the subscription, so we got that at least. Um, yep. This isn't offered on consoles currently. Uh, there's been no word if Ubisoft Plus will also be offered on PlayStation uh let's see if reported earlier this month that tencent is reportedly interested in acquiring a larger stake in ubisoft yeah tencent's trying to make moves on ubisoft and ubisoft has been resisting um that does that's not surprising right yeah in this in this age uh, where everyone's kind of just trying to buy up all the yeah uh the big developers uh and publishers um yeah ubisoft's been feeling the the pressure and has not been uh, all that into it <laughs> Uh, specifically yep. the Guillermo the Guillermo family, um, which Ubisoft themselves have had some issues of like uh, mismanagement, um, so they're feeling pressure from both sides here. Sure have. Um, interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. Keep an eye out on that. Uh, I I don't know if I have it in my wallet for anything more than a. Uh, ultimate game pass and the playstation service i don't i don't think i do like i i have stayed away from anything past the the base level of playstation plus okay Uh, i picked up i picked up the xbox um thing because they were doing another deal where you pay a dollar and you get three months free for the xbox game pass okay uh so i i did that but like all of these subscription services are they're adding up they're adding up I'm not a fan, but it is what it is until we come up with the alternative that undercut yep. subscription services. Um, we're starting to feel we, we've hit the peak, and I feel like we're starting to feel like more conversation online, like 
pirating is morally correct and things like that. So yeah, like, right. so we're definitely on the downswing and then we're just waiting for what upend subscription services. Yep. Uh, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, you know, I guess good luck to Ubisoft. Uh, yeah. they're, yep. they're doing the one thing that PlayStation won't, which is releasing their new games day one. Um, yes. yeah. which as long as you're releasing at a, at a regular, uh, pace, that's great. Great. You are paying yep. for the service at that point, so Ubisoft does a PlayStation don't. What was that? That <laughs> Sega? Was yeah. that? Is that the Sega yeah, Nintendo that's, one? That's the Sega Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's one, it's Sega one of my does fa- what Nintendo don't. Yep, that's one of my favorite yeah. favorite dumb memes. Is uh, is like Sega Genesis Genesis? What Nintendo Genesis? I don't know. It was something really stupid like that. <laughs> stupid shit, posty shit. Um. It's the best kind of shit. It is. Uh, Diablo 4 devs reiterate that the game won't be pay to win. Sure. I don't <laughs> believe that. Absolutely. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. This, this, this company has earned all sorts of scrutiny uh, that unfortunately Absolutely. it won't be. It won't be until well after this game's release that I think that this will let up. Um, yeah, especially after the success of Diablo Immortal, I am 100% sure there will be absolutely no pay-to-win <laughs> features in Diablo 4. That was, one of the, that was one of the most disheartening stories of the year. I think we'll look back on, on 2022, and like this is the year of like, the pay-to-win model is terrible and has been financially justified. Yes. Um, so, Yeah. I, I think I could I could totally see them being like, we understand people don't like this, so we're going to create this Diablo esque thing that is pay to win, and then here's the actual Diablo that's the Diablo four that isn't, and this is their way to have have their cake and eat it too. Yes, absolutely. Um, and you know it may work. Who knows? Um. Yeah, they, they explain you know how they're playing. They got a season pass. Um, so there are definitely don't worry there are ways for you to give them money uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, uh, beyond the initial purchase of the game that's still there uh, because that is you know still acceptable um, right, and right. and to a degree absolutely like you know depending on what kind of content you're putting out and how much and all that um, but man just they are they are coming for your money it all started with horse armor. <laughs> it's all yes. <laughs> fucking fucking horse armor, man. God damn it. Um damn horses. This is why damn horses. Um let's see. So yeah. There's really not more to to that news story I really wanted to sh- to share. Um yeah, here's the thing. Uh, in June, Diablo Immortal gained the dubious honor of having the lowest user rating in the history of Metacritic. Uh, it also, I remember, like earned millions of dollars, like a ridiculous sure, amount of millions sure of did. dollars within the first few days. Sure did. And like, that's all that matters at the end of the day. Like, this is especially true in a post uh, post game reviewer gaming space of like no one's no one's watching your scores. Only like the weirdos that are you know either fanboys of you know consoles or of certain franchises or developers care about whatever metacritic score um people are going to go to their influencer or whatever and just figure out whether they like it or not 
Um, you know, I'm I'm glad that it's not just me though that's come to that realization that scores don't really matter anymore. Oh yeah, um, I forget if we talked about this last podcast, but it was it was uh, that you know during the whole GamerGate kerfuffle, it was what what is yeah. an objective review, yeah. and so and that yeah that up said you can't have an objective review. So guess what? Why are we why are we reading? professional reviewers opinions when we could just go to all these people who are streaming um yep. people that we like and figure it out for ourselves uh so yeah which i think you know has been a, a net positive inf- impact for um I'm sure people trying to find games that appeal to their tastes but Absolutely. i also i also think people who are like this is exploitative and you should steer clear because of that fact. I do think their power to warn in that respect has been lessened. Um, not, not that they were, you know, all that successful beforehand, but like, yeah, we are not in a position to, um, to resist this really (laughs) other than saying, Hey, you really shouldn't put money into this. And then, Oh God, everyone puts money into it. So if if uh, if you want to be depressed, I have the Diablo Immortal numbers. I want to hear the Diablo Immortal numbers. All right, first twenty four hours. Uh huh. Seven hundred ninety thousand dollars. Yep. Okay. First week. Fourteen point five million dollars. All right. Okay. First two weeks, twenty four million dollars. <laughs> As of July fourth. More than $1 million per day with a daily peak of $2.4 million 10 days after launch. Per day? Per day. Within the first eight weeks, over $100 million. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, insane. Insane. Uh, I don't know if there's... Jesse, is there a website that like tries to collect... Informa- financial information about certain games because like the you know, game I'm, the games industry is sure very cagey about releasing those numbers it is it is and you're on you're on the wikipedia page so you can go down to um earnings but i i, I haven't found anything outside of like gameindustry.biz and even then it's not really uh that well published like i'm just trying to figure out how much it costs to make right and that that's that's what i want so okay uh sales and revenue um okay yeah so i just want to point this out real quick just just to hammer the point home on what we've been talking about here's the reception metacritic 67 out of 100 on ios 59 out of 100 on pc uh destructo 6 out of 10 game informer gave it the the biggest which was 8.5 out of 10 what are you doing game informer Uh, game informer also is not all that respected by the more vocal portion of uh that's true the gaming internet but also i think they are very well respected given that like you can sign up for a subscription when you go to gamestop like because they're tied together you know so they have they have more weight than the rest of these which mm. um gamespot six out of ten ign six out of ten uh i don't know what that is but that's here uh 14 out of 20 oh french okay yeah it's a it's a pretty popular french okay well cool well where's famitsu no famitsu doesn't care about diablo do they (laughs) it's a western game yeah uh pc mag gave it four out of five touch arcade gave it four out of five um so yeah and then we come down here and they have we're not even talking about the money that's been spent it has 
they later announced it had reached over 20 million global installs by uh, July 24th. Jesus. And this game released when? June? Uh, was it June? Gotta go all the way up here. Uh, June 2nd. June 2nd. And yeah. had 20 million installs within a month. Um, and then 30 million downloads by July 29th. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. Let's see. Activision Blizzard's second quarter financial results for 2022, which cited Immortal as the reason for its increase from 22 million monthly users to 27 million, indicated that 50% of Diablo Immortal player accounts to date were newly registered with Blizzard, suggesting, due to Blizzard player, Blizzard's player sign-in requirements, that they had likely not played any prior Diablo game. Um, it doesn't really surprise me. No? No, well, the... Um yeah, it, it doesn't. It doesn't really surprise me. People with the the typically play mobile games don't really play other video games. I don't think that's true. I think the I think mobile games are a gateway drug into other video games. Absolutely. But I don't. I don't think people that that focus on mobile games uh, play usually play other games or have a history of playing other games. Right. Do you think? Do you think I recognize the word Diablo? It means devil in Spanish. It sure does. That's yeah. And that's your podcast. Thank you for coming, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, I can't find any. Uh, I can't find any information on the budget for Diablo Immortal. It says it certainly says how much it made. Let me tell you, it it made a lot. Here, let's go to uh, Reddit. Diablo. Two okay. Uh, Blizzard hasn't revealed any official numbers for Diablo Immortal, but since the company spent two hundred million dollars developing and maintaining World of Warcraft in its first four years of life, odds are Immortal's costs won't be covered by twenty-four million. That's not very helpful. That's not very helpful, but I imagine it's <laughs> whatever. Whatever it is, it it more than made up for it. Um, Absolutely. So this top comment on this Reddit post said, "Call Blizzard." I'm sure they'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, man. I was really hoping that Epic versus Apple case was like going to blow things open for like, here's how things work financially and Absolutely. just like the inside of, and it did to a degree, but I was hoping it would do more and have longer lasting impacts and it just didn't. No, people forgot about it like a month later. Yeah. A couple of weeks later. Well, I mean, you, you had to like sit down and like look through, actually like read what was being said to yeah. like find good information um so eh, well uh let's see next story did i found this interesting gameplay footage of creative assembly and sega's hyenas has leaked um this is that game that's like full of sega references right yes yes it is um yeah. i think at summer game jeff Keeley's summer game fest um key three as some know it uh this like Callisto Protocol was shown in uh, detail. Uh, they brought out the actors for the new Last of Us show, and we're showing off the the remastered, re remastered right. or whatever Last of Us. But this was what caught my attention more than anything else. Um, oh, someone privated the video. You mother. Ah, uh. oh, okay. Um, shooter game. Uh, from Creative Assembly, 
multiplayer multi-team robbery game which sounds fantastic i it sure does okay uh let's see uh, the video, which is currently on YouTube at the time of writing, contains around an hour of footage of the alpha version of Hyenas. Uh, the footage is heavily Jeez. watermarked with a security code and Glitcher's username. I guess that's the person who... Um, oh, that dude. Yeah, that dude's never getting invited to anything Sega-related ever again. No, no, of course not. Um, but decided to share it. Um, let's see. Well, here. Let's... Uh, I'm going to go to YouTube. Uh, hyenas... Alpha. Let's see. And we beat Sega. Alpha footage. Come on. <laughs> Never I'm doing the same thing. I'm looking forward to. I, I just I want to abandon this whole podcast. And I want to watch this this video that says <laughs> wolves versus hyenas. Good fight. <laughs> this fucking greatest warrior or whatever. Uh, let's see. Alpha leak? There's the announcement trailer. That's fine. Uh, Elite gameplay. This seems good. Or, or it's going to be nothing. Uh, let's see. Video unavailable. Oh, you don't say. Of course. course. Um, let's see. Hyenas. Uh, alpha leak. Announcement. Leak gameplay footage looks remarkable. Um, that's from that's a short that's a YouTube short so we may we may cl- uh, check that out real quick but that might be it um, let's see here Hyena's gameplay footage looks remarkable unfortunately for Sega and Creative Assembly <laughs> uh, we're, just, their new game, we're just getting Hyenas images just on this short while an AI so voice talks about how there's a leaked video. Upcoming shooter from the game design Thank you, X-Fire. That's very helpful. The so good, so good. Hyenas, while in its early I, went, I, I went over to Reddit an and I'm looking for a shooter. Like first takes. There will be a lot of okay. changes to the people, final game. People are saying it, it looks like it's got a Borderlands 3 tone to it. It would be safe sure. to assume from the leak. Um, looks like a combination of Apex and Call of Duty with regards to movement. That sounds that sounds good. Yeah. I'm down. Each each section of the map is unique. Okay. Uh but unless they have a ton of ton of maps, it'll probably get stale pretty quickly. Hmm. Zero G flying looks like it's using a zip line. Oh. That's kinda lame. Okay. Huh. Alright. Why does this look like it's running at 10 FPS? Uh, it's a gaming law that any leaked gameplay footage has to be as shitty as possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a uh, a props, I guess, to Glitcher for leaking this footage, and now no one knows where it is. And uh, sounds like it's Apex slash Call of Duty gameplay. Does anybody know where Glitcher is? That's the, where that's is the real Glitcher? question. Um, yeah, who knows? Is yeah, it, I'm, I'm still excited for it. I'll still check it out. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Again, this is absolutely. Alpha. They're still working on that game. Uh-huh. Um, very excited. I want to I see more of that. So, uh, Next news story. Uh, Dead Island 2 leaks on Amazon. Screens, details, and possible release date. 
uh, I just want to talk about Dead Island 2 exists. Is this actually happening? This... Apparently. Remember when Dead Island was the biggest thing ever? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that, marketing, that marketing for that game was incredible. wild. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this came from Wario 64, so... Um, which is pretty reputable as far as I'm concerned. Uh, on, uh, there, well, is. I guess it depends uh, Depends on what he says because he usually does it through tweets. Uh, Dead yep. Island 2, day one edition, up for pre-order, 70 bucks, dated February 3rd, 2023. Um, <laughs> this is a brand new listing that hasn't been there for like 84 years. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, those are zombies. Yep, sure. Oh, that that looks like an electric sword. That sounds. That looks cool. Yeah, um, this looks pretty good. It looks like. Oh, here we go. Dead Island Two takes players across the most iconic location of the City of Angels, now stained with horror, in an exciting pulp journey from the verdant suburbia of Beverly Hills to the quirky promenade of Venice Beach. Uh, intense combat, brutal weapons. Uh, six characters to choose from, unique personality and dialogues. You can customize the ability of each slayer, as they're called. Brand new skill system allowing you to respec instantly. Try out craziest builds because, of course, there are builds now. Um, I have to get this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> customization and instant instant fixing of your customization. Of uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> you got me. Right, you got me. Yep. There are. Let's see. Includes memories of Benoit Pack. Oh, this is the day one edition. Includes memories of Benoit Pack, Benoit War Club, memories of Benoit Baseball Bat, Weapon Perk, Balanced Personal Space Skill Card. Um, hey, zombies uh, come to L.A. Go. Everybody loves zombies. Mm-hmm. See you in L.A. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm closing this tab. I got it. I got to go. This is going to be a single man show. <laughs> We're almost done. We're almost done. Hang hang with me for like one more story. Um all right. Uh here we are final news story. Now reference to a PlayStation PC launcher has been discovered in Spider-Man PC. So Oh, because that's what we need. We we need yes, we do need a, another launcher. Um That's what we need. Yep. It's I, I, so bad. I have a I have a folder on my desktop that's labeled launchers. Launchers. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Although I will say, someone pointed out, you know, back in the day, you used to have a launcher for every single video game. That is true. That is true. We've come we've come a long way since then. Yeah. Um. I I, I guess we just felt like it was that, and then it was like Steam and good old games. And then, yeah. Yeah. and now we're like starting to open it back up again, and it's like ah, um, but it's it's better than it once was. Um, it, it is that is true. Yeah. So, uh, and if anything, like to me, this is like PlayStation further committing to uh getting their games onto PC, which good, yes, good, do yes. it. Yeah. Um, you know what? If this leads to day one PlayStation releases mm-hmm. on PC totally fine with it mm-hmm. yep last year sony interactive entertainment ceo jim ryan stated that playstation was planning to bring a whole slate of games to pc um so spider-man remastered is the, their sixth pc title 
Um, it'll be followed by PC ports of Spider-Man Miles Morales and Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection later in the year. Um, that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. I, God, that's that's a good thing for all of us. Um, I I wish I wish we knew what that whole slate like. Even even some teases for what what that slate would involve would be nice. Uh, let me click on this link. Uh, PlayStation will bring a whole slate of games to PC starting with Days Gone port this spring. So I guess that already happened. Um, I also saw a news story saying they're working on a Days Gone show. Yeah, yeah, I saw that the the creators of the game weren't too happy with the casting. Really? <laughs> oh man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Fine. Uh, yeah, that'll go well then. Um, let's see. We find ourselves now in early 2021 with our development studios. Yep, 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 yep. Give me a list of games. Come on. Give the people what they want. Um, and them over. And them over. Give us the video games and no one gets hurt. Um, let's see. Sony's more exclusive to PC. They're exploring that option uh, after Horizon Zero Dawn's release on the platform, so that's good. Um, Death Stranding, yep. Detroit Become Human, mm-hmm, that released. Uh, developer, let's see. Mark Healy, a co-founder of Sony-owned studio Media Molecule, told Video Games Chronicle last year that a PC version of Dreams wasn't currently in development, but that it would be great to release one in the future. They absolutely should! Yeah, absolutely. That would be sick. They need to open that up. That cannot be stuck on the PlayStation uh-huh like dreams things would happen in dreams if uh that got put on the pc absolutely there's there, people like even with a, a playstation controller people have been incredibly creative with with dreams right i can't imagine what they would do with a keyboard and mouse keyboard and mouse or like vr imagine yeah. developing a game yeah. in a v with a vr headset and stuff i think people would lose their shit absolutely um i think there'd be some cool stuff there so yeah yeah and and again uh being on pc it would be much easier for people to release the games they've made in dreams uh for people to play like uh, they're getting there they're getting there it's just a slow it's a very slow trek uh sony's making their way to pc very very slowly so uh i encourage it and yep yep um and that's it. That's that's what we got going on for news. Um, hey, Jesse, let's talk about what we've been playing. What have I been playing? That's a good. That's a good. T- I think I wrote it in our in our. You did. It's over I, there. I, I, I gotta go think about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the first. So I'll I'll talk a little bit about uh, Neo Dash. Neo Dash. N e o. D-A-S-H? Yep, that's it. I'm going to pull this up on the news uh, section, or on the news scene, so people can watch it. Um, so, sure. what are you thinking of this? Oh my god, this looks cool. Yeah, it's sick. Already. Uh, it's, it's Techno Track Mania. What? Oh man! Yeah, it's, it's so good. And it's really it's really simple, right? You have a boost button, you have a hover button, 
um and then a da- like a drift a drift button and then it's just gas and and movement I, I guess that's that's standard for a lot of freezing games but sure um the environments move in time to the music you're like dodging stuff you're going super fast jesse it has a really good sense of speed it is so good why didn't you tell me about this it is so good holy I'm telling, shit i'm telling you right now oh okay hang on i, I i'm going to unmute this tab now so I can listen yeah, to it, it uses Monster Cat music, so you're you're okay to stream with it. Nice. Um, Monster Cat has some it, good music. It's it's fantastic. I have absolutely loved what time I have put into this game. It's just so fun. This looks great. Okay, alright, I'll it is <laughs> it is on sale from sixteen bucks down to fourteen thirty nine. Thank you. That's right. That's right. Add it to the list. Um God damn it. And what is this happening here? You can make your own track? Yeah, they have a, they have a track creator, and you can download other people's tracks. God, it is like Track Mania. Those. And yeah, it's it, Techno Track Mania, I think, is probably the best, wow. best way to describe it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my I mean, God. And like it, it emphasizes speed. There's As you play through the levels... Um, there's a like the track is being deleted behind you oh so no if you slow down if you slow down too much or take something too slowly um the deletion will catch up to you and then you'll have to restart ah uh, well so they only have one thing left to do and that is uh introduce the track mania feature of everyone trying to run this track at once oh yeah at the same time yeah yes. absolutely once you have that then like then the, it would be difficult, like specifically just the visual style of this and all the neon cars. Like you're looking for certain things to come up real fast. Look, there is yeah. multiplayer happening here. Oh, there is. You're right. Okay. I haven't explored that too too much. Sure. Um, but the single player has been really good. You you can go like upside down on tracks and um, <sighs> side to side, and there's tunnels, and you can like fly through tunnels, and then like. There's a, a one section in particular that I played through where there are saw blades on the floor, but there's one of the walls curves, and then you can get onto the ceiling and drive on the ceiling. Okay. Um, it's it's been a lot of fun. It's a really good game. Right. Yep. Man. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah, wow. Sorry to add another game to your list there. Yeah, but. I'm gonna add that to the list. Hey. Yep. It's all good. Uh, Arv, I'm sorry I missed your comment in chat. You just say Sonic Adventure 2, which. I don't have the context for that, but yes, Sonic Adventure 2. Yes. He, uh, he's, he's the one that uh, came over and was like, let's play Sonic Adventure 2. And I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, so, so last week, we got Sonic Adventure 2 and played that for a little bit. That game, what I didn't know, was tied to your frame rate. Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh, no. Trying, trying to get through that uh, intro scene at 240 FPS when the game is running at like four times speed. <laughs> That was an effort in frustration, for sure. Rolling around at the speed of frame rate. That's right. God, that sounds like hell. Yeah, it was an experience. Okay. What else? What else did you play? This other game I've been playing is called Backpack Hero. Backpack Hero. It's a roguelike game. All right. Um, the primary like gimmick in this game is inventory management. 
All right. So you you start off with a small inventory, like on the first character, you start off with start off with a small inventory, and I think it's like three by three squares or four by four squares. And as you level up with your characters, you unlock more squares in your inventory for more stuff. Um, and then you use stuff in your inventory to fight the enemies and to explore like this dungeon. So it, the, uh, okay, it's very difficult. It's difficult. Very hard. Okay. I have played. What's my playtime on this game? Four hours. I've gotten to the end of the game once and immediately got wrecked oh. by by whatever I was fighting at the end. Um, the, but it's it's a lot of fun. Um, if you like inventory management, it's it's a it's a good roguelike. So this is appealing to a very specific type of inventory management, which also happens to be my favorite, which is the Resident Evil Four. Fit all your shit yes. into this suitcase inventory yes. management. And I don't know why I like that kind of inventory management. Um, uh, Arp says, uh, bow and arrow is incredibly strong. I feel like, okay, so the game has three three separate characters and a bunch of different equipment. And I feel like I'm not big-brained enough mm. to play anything other than the first character with one specific style of swords and armor. Okay. Uh, every time I'm like, yeah, this sounds cool, like the bow and arrow thing. And I'm like, I don't... I don't know how this functions. Yep. I don't know how this works. Yep. I click this and it does nothing. <laughs> and then I, I try playing one of the characters, one of the other characters, and he's like a robot and there's like an electricity component and you have to like feed electricity from, from one thing to other things. And I'm like, I can't, I can't figure this out. Am I stupid? I don't know. How do I, I, I do this? This game looks super cool. Um, it's a turn-based inventory management roguelike i think is the best way to describe it that is interesting um wow okay so yeah keep us updated on uh how that's going uh if you play more oh for sure i i roguelikes are probably one of my favorite genres so i'll be playing more of this okay nice yeah. um cool hell yeah all right um did you play anything else uh you know the standard final fantasy yep yep of course yeah no yeah. we definitely yeah. played some final fantasy uh we played uh bronson and myself and quinn and parker did our thing in gta um yeah. that was uh, that's always a good time uh but nothing really new to report on there the final fantasy patch is coming uh so what, tuesday is that tuesday i think it's tuesday and I don't know what you're going to get from this channel. I know I'm going to be checking out that island sanctuary uh, pretty quickly. For sure. Um, For sure. I would bet if you're looking to make money, I would bet the price of minions skyrockets because you can have your minions out on your island sanctuary. Yep. Yep. So I would I would bet those get pretty expensive pretty quickly. I'm probably not going to I'm going to try not to purchase minions if I can. Um, mm -hmm. th like because we, we've been talking about like okay, we need to have things to work towards when we play for streams. And yeah. my goal of leveling every job is, is long enough, but I think, like, oh, my God, now I care about minions. Like, let's go earn some cool minions. Yeah. Um, yep. I, I think is a, good, is a good way to go. So, uh, actually, I just remembered we had a talk with Bronson. Uh, we either did it on the Final Fantasy stream or we did it the last game cast. Uh, I think we're going to be playing through the story uh, on stream. Oh, cool. So I don't know if Bronson's going to be streaming that or if uh, you y'all are going to be coming with me on my story journey. Um, I'll probably be thinking of doing that on a new character or are you doing that on a, like a new game plus? 
What? The 6.2 content. The 6.2 story. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I thought you meant from like AR onward. No, like, no, 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 no. Uh, I've got too much. That, but if you want to do it again, go for it. I've got too much to do. I want to do that eventually, but I've got too much to do right now. Um, yeah. There's yeah. a lot to go. And uh, I actually have to get my, my character up to 580, I think. Or 585. Oh, yeah, do for the new trial. For the, to, for the new trial. So yeah. that's probably something I'm going to work on later today. Uh, after this podcast is over um, to get that all ready to go. But uh, yeah, and then the one game I have uh, that I've been checking out is Rollerdrome. Um, that game looks <laughs> sick. Right after your, like, I was watching you stream it and I was like, oh, I'm going to buy this, so I, I purchased it. Yep. Uh, have not had a chance to, like, dive into it, but it looks sick. It's a really cool 70s rollerball inspired third person shooter that combines um, it combines like Tony Hawk Pro Skater trick system with just you know well it's, and it's also it's a shooter but it's also a puzzle shooter so they pop up um, people for you to just shoot in certain ways and and you have to prioritize you know okay here's a grunt here's someone shooting rockets who has a shield here's a sniper uh that i gotta get high up on um this is just an animated intro this is not helping us um and it's cool intro does look cool like again the style uh is pretty cool 2030. But uh, as you can see here, this is these are the maps, and what they do is, uh, you 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 roll around and you and you try to complete challenges the way you would with a Tony Hawk Pro Skater, like collect skate. In this game, it's collect combo tokens. Um, so you have to combo into getting those tokens. And look at this shit. You are doing like these flips and spins while also shooting because you pull left trigger and you can go into slow-mo. Um, it's cool as hell. Tony Hawk with bullet time. Yes, you get, it does have its, its bullet time. Um, you're, dodge, you're dodging shots. I, okay, I just saw a ricochet bullet, which I have not unlocked yet. That's cool. Yeah, that was pretty sick. Um... You're doing all sorts of stuff. You're trying to uh, do at all of the, or as many of the tricks as possible um, to rack up your score, which involves like memorizing. Okay, I need to go through the list of tricks that I need to do and the tricks that I have not done um, to to maximize my score. No, I mute. Um, it's just fun. You, you. Uh, one thing that like I was disappointed at first, but honestly, I'm just thankful for right now is that you can't crash. Um, you, you just, you just do your tricks and keep going. You keep going. Your character will just roll right back into what it needs to do. Um, nice. And I, I, part of me is like, I want a hard mode where I have to land it. Um, right. I would really appreciate that. I think that would be really cool, a really fun challenge. But uh, for right now, I am enjoying just uh, having this and just concentrating on, all right, getting all the moves done, eliminating all the enemies in a timely manner. Because, um, well, yeah, one of the challenges is doing it under a certain time. Uh, there's trick tokens where you got to do a certain trick at the token. There are some challenges where you need to do, like, a nose grind while killing one guy. Um and it just it just goes on and on. So uh, the maps 
it's, it's, it, there's a finite amount. Like if, if you're just going through, if you just sit down and you want to like experience uh, the content, like the main story mode, from what I understand is like three to five hours. Um, oh, okay, that's not, that's not too bad. It's not bad. And then, there, and then that unlocks a hard mode version, which is all that but harder. And that's, sure. you know, depending on how well you adapt to the difficulty, it's another three to five hours. Um, and that's it. That, that will be the game so far. Uh, but goddamn, it feels great. Nothing feels... Even when you're just like messing around, uh, you're not really paying attention to the tricks. Like you, what all you're doing is like, uh, oh, I guess a, I guess a key point a key point of Roller Drome, I should point out right now is you, you run out of ammo and the way to reload is you have to do tricks. Um, okay, okay. And that aspect is so it's, you're not just doing tricks because like there's a challenge or anything like that. You have to do tricks because that will instantly like give you ammo. And so so that's the why like people are doing tricks and then going into shooting not just because that's cool as hell but because oh god i'm going to run out if i don't i'm going to run out while i'm shooting this person if i'm not tricking at the same time right it just it serves serves multiple purposes yes yes it does points points looks cool as hell and reloads yep got it and god damn it does it feel good it just feels really good um there's an auto lock on um when you're close enough uh Mm. which again is appreciated when you're worrying about other things um right but yeah uh this game is cool i'm gonna play more of it uh, i'll probably have some more thoughts uh once i'm through the rest of the game uh but yeah roller drone you should probably check it out it is uh normally 30 bucks but it is in its release window and it has a release discount of uh 1979 so 20 bucks for this game not bad which i don't think is bad at all yeah it looks it looks like it's worth picking up. I will I will give it a shot today. Yep. Wow, PC Gamer with a review. 94 out of 100. One of the best to ever do it. Roller Drome is an action so showstopper, which like I think for what it is, it is absolutely incredible. I also don't think it's a terribly like big game. It's like here right. are the maps, here are the set challenges. And once you do that, like you're good. Um, yeah, I, I hope they have plans to update it and add more things to it because there's some cool stuff you can do with this. Um, goddamn. So yeah, that's it. That's, that's what we've been playing. Um, thank you all for, for coming in and, and hanging with us. Uh, what, what, what are we doing this week? Uh, Jesse, what are you doing over on your end? Uh, you know, the only thing that I have done consistently is Rhythm Game Mondays, mm-hmm. where we play we play a random rhythm game, and then we go into the uh, Sound Voltex, which is that game with the four buttons and the knobs. Yep. Um, but I picked up something. Yeah, I want to see this. this. Can, can you can you pull this up on screen? Uh, I can pull it up on the look the at camera this. Look at this here. DJ it's, Hero ass controller. Yeah. This is great. It's freaking huge. Like. 30 pounds uh, <laughs> <laughs> for no reason it's it's freaking huge yeah um in the arcade this is this is currently set to like first player side uh in the arcade there's like a big debate about whether or not first player side or second player side is better but you can pop this out to swap it and then uh it'll be a the second player controller oh that's cool um anyway we'll be trying out uh that game on stream which is essentially like dj hero but with seven buttons 
Wow. And uh, I like I tried it when I got the controller and I was like, I am terrible at this. I, this is, <laughs> there's, there is going to be a learning curve involved with this. But you're having fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's Always. what's important. Hell yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited to see that. That's on your HR Ninja Twitch channel. That is. Yeah, that's over on uh, twitch.tv slash HR Ninja. Hell yeah. Um, Monday, Monday nights, I play through, through rhythm games. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah. Um, what are you guys doing this week? Uh, that's a good question. Arvin in the chat says, if you haven't played Stacklands, it's a good four-hour game that's pretty interesting if you like those card time management games like Colt Simulator. Do you know what he's talking about? Stacklands. Stacklands. I wanna, I wanna oh, look you know what? My, my wife has this game. Really? And she seemed to really enjoy it until she finished it and then moved on. But <laughs> Sure. Um, I just want to pull it this looked, up. It here. looked pretty fun. And it's pretty cheap. It's five bucks. Okay. It seems like a simple simple cart. Well, I mean simple as in graphics. Like there's some yeah, stacking right. happening here. I don't... Wow. Okay. Um, well, cool. That's a $5 game too. Yeah. That ain't a bad investment. Yep. Well, I'll cool. I'll check that out. Thanks. All Thanks, right. Arb. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so okay, so this week, Monday, we're we're dueling with HR Ninja. So it depends on it depends on what you're feeling. Uh you go rhythm games, go to go to HR Ninja. He's got some stuff going on. Uh this week we are doing some GTA heist work. We have I think one or two more weeks of, of GTA online uh before we put that to rest for another for a while longer. Um nice. so uh yeah, we we have a we have a I think a couple more heists left, so we'll, we, we'll be doing that. Tuesday, Final Fantasy fourteen. We will probably be playing the 6.2 main scenario stuff. Um, I will be moving the slowest through that, so uh, it might be best for, for me to stream that, and then everyone else has to shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> looking at some of y'all. Uh, you're, just, you're just enjoying the ride, that's all. You're savoring that's, I, I, every bite. I was okay real quick I went to Emerald City Comic Con yesterday and like I got this feeling of like depression as I was moving through and I was trying to figure out what it was and I don't think this is the whole thing but part of it was like there are very few franchises and like properties that bring me joy the way they used to um oh absolutely like i saw a whole bunch of dragon ball z stuff and i was like that's cool i went and saw that dragon ball z movie which i guess i should talk about but i don't know bronson's not here maybe we'll yeah i think i think he's gonna he's definitely gonna want to talk about that he's gonna I think talk actually about is is what he's doing right now i think he's seeing it again oh yeah okay yeah um seeing it again wow uh but <laughs> i'm in that same boat i was like oh, okay <laughs> uh, well, we'll hold our th- hold our thoughts for later um and but i, I started thinking about it's it like okay well what what does and at this point for me i think like at the top of the list is final fantasy 14 like yes absolutely which of course there was like virtually nothing final fantasy 14 at this giant ass convention i was so bummed of course right yeah um at, like i was like what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? And I didn't want to, and I almost, I didn't do it, but I almost said like, I just found a bunch of like across the floor. I found a bunch of uh, Raven from teen Titans prints. I'm just going to get all the Ravens. I'm just going to bring those home. And then whenever <laughs> I bring anyone home, I have to explain my Raven shrine on the wall. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's um, right. <laughs> almost did that. Did not next year. I may not be as strong, but 
yeah. So yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. Let me tell you, I I love that story. I love those characters to death. Um, and it's after more reflection, it's why I've come to like totally respect and understand why Yoshi P did not kill off any of the that main group because like. I don't know, man. Like, this is a comfy game. This is where I come home. This is my video game family. Like, I, I don't, I don't want that. You can kill off Hoshifan or whatever, but like, don't, don't take away these people. I, right. I, I really enjoy them, and I want to see them, and I want to hang out and drink tea or whatever, and and you know. So, just, just chill and be comfy like i i totally get it i want missions where i'm I, chilling with these people as well as saving the world or universe or whatever so when i i i totally like vibe with that like i final fantasy is final fantasy 14 is probably one of the last franchises that i can get hyped up for i mean i i just bought these um those encyclopedia eorzea books those hardcover books yep off amazon uh they should be here next week and i'm super excited to get those for Uh, and the more i think about it i'm like why but why am i excited (laughs) about this but they look they just look so sick Mm -hmm. and um i want to get some posters to put on that back wall for for 14 maybe some displays down the road yep um it's uh, i have gone hard on the final fantasy 14 kool-aid i'm I'm gonna let you know right now from my search last night they're is a disappointingly small amount of Ishtola displates and not, that is disappointing. Not not a not a lot of great ones. Um, there's so. there's one that's like it's it's like a starry background, but then like there's highlights and neon mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that just looks sick. Yeah. Yep. And then there's this website called Pira Boxes. I'll, I'll send you the link. Thank you. Yes. Um, yes. Right now, but they have the 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 box cover art as posters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, no. So there's. I need to get some posters. I need. I need. I was thinking about sw- turning this uh, this desk around so I have this blank wall, and then I can throw a bunch of gamer crap on it. Um, yeah. Just to just to have a more streamer friendly kind of layout. Um, right. I, I ain't I ain't got room for figures or any of that fun stuff, but um. Yeah, I don't like there's I think you can see it here. There's the box for that controller. I don't I don't have anywhere to put that. <laughs> right, <Just> yeah. Like. <laughs> uh so Yeah, I, I I think that's it. We're gonna you're gonna see more Final Fantasy from us. Um I don't know beyond tuesday i don't know what we're going to be doing uh i think we're trying to keep that open i'm trying to balance uh streaming video games uh as well as trying to edit some videos um for people to enjoy uh we also have some some ideas for uh later content uh we've been talking about how we want to do um just like a summary of what's going on 2022 just do a stream for that that may happen this week that may not um we we are gonna do an e3 show that may happen uh sometime soon here i don't know i doubt it's gonna be this week uh because we need to get that 2022 video out um so i think i think e3 is gonna be the e3 show is gonna be a little bit hopefully before the month's over um and uh yeah, I don't know. We we got a lot going on. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with us on what's going on with us, 
hey, hit our Discord. Uh, if you go to our Twitch page, we have a uh, Discord thing you can join um, oh. over there. So uh, that's where we tend to update people the most. Um, we also have social media accounts, uh, various social media accounts. Hey, uh, I want to thank people for uh, getting us some subs and follows. Thanks to y'all. We got 100 subscribers on YouTube, which means we finally got a custom URL. So now we are youtube.com slash supergamecraft. Uh, that's exciting. Congratulations that's a, on that. Thank you. Yes. Thank, that's yeah. a lot easier. I can now just say, instead of like, super search Super Gamecraft on YouTube, you'll find something. You know. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, you don't have to be like youtube.com slash channel slash two U V seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so on and so forth. <laughs> so and so now now that's a lot easier. Uh related to that, uh hey, because we hit all of our goals, we have a shirtless stream to do. We yep. God sure damn do. you all. Um <laughs> so that expect that as well. That is coming. Um we got to fit a lot of a lot of these streams in. We got uh, October is coming. That's going to be a horror month for us. Bronson's birthday is the fourteenth. We've got some Dragon Ball the Breakers to play, um, and Left 4 Dead. We'll be definitely get a, a stream of Left 4 Dead in there. Uh, Good call. Good call. Yep. No, I believe October November is Extra Life. Um, I don't recall call what date off the top of my head right now, but when Extra Life comes around, uh, we are the plan is to play every single Final Fantasy fourteen dungeon uh, in a row. God, God. So, yeah, yeah. That's I, I have confidence in my health to be able to last for that long. Um, I am worried about some others, uh, but I think <laughs> we can do it. <laughs> See, I, I I can last, but my my handicap is that I'm bad. So well, th- this will be fun. It'll be it'll be a fun mix of things for that. Um, and then uh, finally, over on my channel, we're gonna be I'm gonna be streaming some various things. I, we're keeping Super Gamecraft to basically um, game industry stuff and MMO stuff, um, and basically group content. Uh, so HR Ninja, you, like, yeah, you go to you go to his Twitch channel to check out Rhythm Games or whatever he's up to. Um, for me, I'm watching old baseball games while I check out some games I've been needing to play. Um, we we uh, we discovered uh, the day Disco died, which happened at a baseball game in 1979. Apparently, uh, last huh. time one of the last streams we did, it was very informative. Uh, it just came out mm. of nowhere. Um, but I, I do tend to play some solo Final Fantasy fourteen leveling content over there. Um, checked out Roller Drome there last time. Uh, I'll probably be checking out some more single player titles there as well um, over at Iodanon uh, at Twitch. So, uh, but yeah, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you all for for joining us. Uh, we hope to see you around on the Discord and our social medias. Um, and we will see you. We'll actually see you tomorrow, uh, either uh, HR Ninja's uh, stream or uh, our stream, our GTA stream. So, uh, thank you all very much. Have a fantastic rest of your week. See you. Thank you for listening to Super Gamecast 2. Hey, we stream every recording of these episodes live on Twitch. So, if you want to join us, you can find us at twitch.tv/slash supergamecraft. If you want to see the video version of this episode, be sure to search Super Gamecraft on YouTube to find our channel, where we post the full stream every week. We also stream video games on Twitch. I know, weird. 
A schedule can be found on our pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Finally, the best place to stay informed and in touch with us is on our Discord. To get there, head to our Twitch page and click the Discord link in our About section. Special thanks to that headband guy for his cover of Ken's theme from Street Fighter 2, and to Overclocked Remix for their collection of video game covers that we use for our streams, videos, and podcasts. That's all for us. We love you, thank you, and we'll catch you later.